I think if I lose 20 pounds, I'll be in a hot era. I think you're already in a hot era. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I lost it, though. No, no, you didn't lose it. I think you're still I think you're still very much in the hot era. I appreciate that. Thank you. I think you can I think you're you know, you moved to LA. You're working at a talent agency. That's that that's cojones. I'm hot shit. shit. That's hot shit. That's I don't hot know girl I'm shit. Hot, but... That is hot girl shit, Jordan. Okay. I believe in you. I love Thank you. you. An agent gave me for ice cream today. Oh, Welcome to you're 99 100. In. You're in. <laughs> They don't give cream to fucking nobody over there. <laughs> yeah, Lloyd didn't get shit for five years. That's an entourage uh, reference. Yeah, oh, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Fuck you, Sparky. Yeah, why don't you? Why don't you? You have COVID. I got to stay at least seven feet away from you. That's true. And your dick is only four and a half feet long. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 92 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your Michael Jordan host, Sparky Shelton. Um, and I'm your um, mm, mm, Larry Bird, Jordan Peele host, you can, Jor- Jordan Grant. You can come Jordan up Grant with a better, come up with well, one. I, I don't know where you're going <laughs> through with, you know. One you know? other player from the 90s era Bulls. Uh, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen host. There you go, baby. Yeah. And I'm Ryan. Flu game. Flu game. Flu game. Flu game. Come on, dude. You could have used like Aaron Rodgers or something or... (laughs) No, fuck that guy. There's definitely been some NFL player who had COVID while playing. This is motherfucking flu game. Your boy survived the Rona for two years. But but one fateful improv show. Oh fuck! If I die of it because I got it in an improv show, I'll be so embarrassed. You're not gonna die of it. I'll be Talk so embarrassed. What if I get hit by a truck the first time I walk out because I've been <laughs> isolated so long I forgot to look both ways for traffic? Then what? Then what? I'll weep at your funeral. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sick with the coronavirus. I, so let me break this down for you boys. I've been a big at-home tester. As soon as they gave, like, the gov kits out and they said that insurance had to reimburse you for four or for eight a, a month, I was on that shit. I got, like, 20 tests banked. Uh, I took mm-hmm. one Wednesday, Wednesday morning or Wednesday night. Before this improv show, negative. Tested negative moments before this improv show. Today, Tuesday, tested positive. Mm-hmm. In that span, improv show. Work for a day. Church, twice. Super spreader. Super spreader. I think I don't think I, I spread it to fucking anybody. I think I caught it at the fucking... I think I caught it <laughs> at the improv show, and, and now now I've got it. So... I think I, Are people out there still wearing masks? Oh, fuck no. They weren't wearing masks in like <laughs> June of 2020. They don't give a singular fuck. Damn. Well, California <laughs> just stopped doing mask mandates. Same thing with Oregon and Washington, I believe. Well, I mean, like some of them still... Ew! 
Yeah, it's gonna get gross, boys. It's gonna get gross. I didn't I, to see I that. do now think I had Omicron when I came back from Denmark. And I should have been much more careful with all the tissues I used. Sparky, can you turn the camera yeah, off? Yeah, that you can do. <laughs> okay, I'll turn the camera off. Oh I should probably God. turn my fucking microphone off, too. Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. <clears throat> all right. Um... Give me a second. You guys got to start the podcast because I'm going to hack a bunch of Speaking of escaping. Yeah, um, mute yourself. Uh, speaking of. <laughs> speaking of. Um, a sickness, an illness. Speaking of. Uh, no, I was going to do like a yes and I do thing, but no, it's not really. Speaking of. I don't know. Speaking of Runaway Bride, you guys are fucking floundering. You guys are fucking. I missed a week. Yeah, Sparky, all you did. I'm still thinking about going back to. We were talking about goos last week, and here you are producing more goo than anybody needs to see. Maybe the Blair Witch got me. I was talking too much smack. Yeah. I kind of want to listen to the first episode I was on, and because I feel like I've I've grown a lot since then. I feel like I talk more now. Um, I think you can. I think you could probably live with that delusion and not need to prove it. I'm just kidding. You're much better now. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm an empirical based man. Yeah, absolutely. I need the, the numbers and the facts. Absolutely. Um, speaking of facts, our story this week, our movie this week was a movie mm. about a story with misleading facts, the Runaway Bride, um, and you know. We used to do this show, and we would, uh, and we would, kind of save our opinions to the end and make some choke 'em ups. I think that we're good with. To- I think we haven't done that in mm, three years, so I'm just gonna say I think the, that this the was saving it to the end. This was the this was the worst movie I think we watched this year. It was pretty awful. I don't think okay. I don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was <laughs> the it worst was movie awful. we've ever watched. It was it was bad, but I don't think pretty it's, close. But I don't think it's worse than Corruptor. In terms, I don't of think like, it had. Okay. In terms of being able to be bad, I don't think. I think you know what like, I, mean? I couldn't even. This was a movie. Like some, Go ahead, Jordan. Well, like there are some movies that I believe are allowed to get away with being bad, and you can't call them bad. Like American Pie is one of those. Right. 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 Whereas, like this was. This was supposed this was to a... be a good movie. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. was a tried and true cast, a tried and true director, not a first time screenplay, and yet, holy shit, so I don't bad. even think it was worse than the one with Drew Barrymore going back to high school and then trying to have sex with a weird pedophile. See, that creature. was like weird and unsettling, but it wasn't a bad movie. Like, yeah. It had its own perverse logic. You know what I mean? I suppose. And uh, This one was just like a rom, rom-com, you know? Are you she, seriously she defending this movie, Ryan Edelstein? <laughs> On the day of my death, last. you are fighting for this movie? That could be two weeks from now, putty. Buddy, fuck. Putty, putty, fatty. putty. <laughs> oh, yeah, shut up. Wow. <laughs> it was an... It, Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you uh <laughs> I didn't know that you were learning to speak dumb fucking idiot. Boom. That's right. 
You know, I'm sober Peace. this time, but I really <laughs> wish I wasn't. Um, the Runaway Bride starts with uh, everybody's favorite 1999 trope, a nationally acclaimed hyper-celebrity who is famous because of his his newspaper column in the USA mm-hmm. Today. Everyone played by Richard Gere. I don't need to remember his name. It's Richard Gere. His name was Ike. And he's like, his whole his whole deal is he's like, men and women are different. It's basically a a 50 cent version of the opening monologue from Seinfeld seasons one to five. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That's one for all you sign heads out there. Um, And uh, and he's on deadline and he's like, I got to find the story. Which is what his voice was the whole movie. He was doing that New Yorker gravelly accent. Mm -hmm. Um, And he gets tipped off to this woman who runs away from the broad, like has run away at the altar um, three times. Well, eight times. Eight times. Is what the guy says. That's what the guy says. says Eight eight times, times, seven times, whatever it is. And he basically... This was my first problem. He basically just writes a diatribe about why women are snakes and modern America isn't what it used to be, and we should de- we should de- we should deintegrate the schools and the buses and everything. Um, and but he put enough detail in the article to get hit with a libel suit. Like he put a name, he put a town. He put yeah. hard facts reporting them as true. And it went through no editing process. And then he gets fired. No, I thought it was like suspended because wasn't his ex-wife his boss? She gets fired. Oh my god, sneeze. Oh, nope. he's going to sneeze. Okay. Uh-oh. Nope. Everybody stop. Same no, day. we're we're going to wait. We're going to wait for you to sneeze. I'm not going to sneeze. You should just sneeze. Why are you being so obstinate? That's not how it works. Why don't you just I tr- sneeze? I wanted to, but it just it, it stomps. I don't understand why you're depriving our listeners of a sneeze. I would. I 100% would have sneezed right into that microphone. <laughs> we all know it. We all know it. Yeah, making it an absolute hell for me to edit. That's fine. I just want you guys to know, like, <laughs> apart from the normal guilt I apply on you guys uh, uh, for... for not monitoring your audio quality. Now you're gonna make me do this editing it uh while I'm sick. So you know. Well we could do what Jordan did and just put out the raw file. <laughs> no, actually <laughs> I, 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 I it's funny. Cried. It's funny you say that because we absolutely can't do that because that was unlistenable. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the South Park one? I am talking about yeah. the South That's because I had to do it twice. That's because I had to do it twice. <laughs> sure. Sure. Whatever. And also that her that was her audio was beyond fucked up. Oh my god, dude. Beyond. <laughs> that was wasn't like bad. your levels were off. That was like Yeah, she was screaming into a microwave I... filament for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um big ups. Thanks for filming in, Emily. Sorry. You're not listening <laughs> Thank to this you, Emily. Um nobody is, up with Anna. Um I think Jake, does Megan maybe. not? Because uh, me- when, I, when I brought up when I asked her if she was on the pod, she goes, "No, but they did this bit about you being Blair Witched." 
I well, I was telling Sparky her. Sparky probably about just told it. her. I was that. telling her about uh, it because because what had happened was you volunteered her for it. She didn't say no when I was talking to her. She was. I was like, this would. Me-, I said this would mean a lot to me. Blah blah blah. And she Jordan's said, I don't want to give up my night. I said two hours max. It's fine. Out of three of us. I really appreciate it. I said we're trying to get more diverse voices. Oh my you God. know. And she just <laughs> looked at me. And didn't say no. Hollywood changed you, man. Hollywood changed you. It it has. It really has. You're in the biz now. Yeah. Um, yeah no. really te- you're going to get me too faster than the other two of us. Yeah, not understanding funny. when a woman is saying yes and actually meaning no. You're <laughs> you're kind of fucked, man. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of being fucked... Uh, she gets he gets fired by his ex-wife which seems crazy and then hector elizondo oh it's because it's because well it's because julia roberts julia roberts writes back to the paper saying you got this all wrong yeah and it's like it's so it's so disparaging that she's threatening a libel suit which is so goddamn hard to prove in this country uh just a private citizen suing for libel are you kidding me I mean, isn't it pretty? She listed fifteen errors in it. And yeah, it but is it's a still like you have to show malintent of forethought and and shit like that, and you can't say it's like, you know, uh, you can't say it's like um, uh, satire or whatever. Um, you know, look at fucking uh, look at fucking Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know if you saw the Onion headline that came out today, but it says judge, was really di- funny. judge yeah. dismisses New York Times libel suit brought by cannibal terrorist Sarah Palin. It's <laughs> 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 a really good one. Anyway, welcome to ninety nine one hundred, the only podcast where we tell other people's jokes. <laughs> um, well, probably not the only podcast. Probably one of no, places. almost certainly not. Um, so. Richard Gere is like, you know what? I'm going to go clear my name because Hector Elizondo, who, you know, is so, so not Anthony Hopkins. And yet every time he walks on stage or walks on screen, I'm like, fucking it's Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins looks so weird in this movie. What the <laughs> fuck? What year did this come out? He's old by then. Um, oh, he's too busy, busy killing it in instinct, rob, getting robbed of the... Uh, Getting robbed of the, uh, you know, the statue, Academy Award, yeah, the Academy Award. Um, so he shows up and he's like, "I am driving a fucking Pontiac." And can I just say, can either of you sort of describe the town that he pulls up to and sort of like, like what it's all about and the impressions that you got? Um, I mean, it's just like a, it's every set of a small town. Yeah, yeah. Where there's Main Street, and then like house, like and then houses on the outskirts. Yeah, it is, and everyone like and everyone stores. knows each other. Oof. Yeah. My imp- immediate impression was this was uh, taken from a Nazi describing what they thought America was like, mm-hmm. like what good American values were. Interesting. Absolutely no minorities. A fucking barbershop quartet singing in the square. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the barbershop Offensive. Quartet. Offensively <laughs> quaint. 
Um, I was, I was, yeah. What the fuck was that? I was that? disgusted by it. Well, Sparky, we know uh, we historically you have you expressed your opinions on. Barbershop I like barbershop. I do like barbershop. Okay, you fucking caught me. All right. But this was this was set dressing. This was not. This was <laughs> not. You know, the I, I bet these people weren't even spebsqua. Oh yeah, they're thanks for asking. Spebsqua is the Society <laughs> for the Preservation and uh, and Performance of Barbershop Music, Quartet Music. Spebsqua. I'm gonna cancel boxing for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Move it to tomorrow. Um, well, the good news, my man, is that like I'm about to crash in about five minutes, so we're gonna have to hustle through this. You m- think five minutes? Uh, I think in five minutes I might crash. <laughs> oh, maybe you shouldn't cancel boxing then. <laughs> How far away is boxing? Oh, I didn't even book it for tonight yet. Never mind. You dumb I booked idiot. it for tomorrow. I'm well, sorry. I can surprise oh, no. book it for tonight. Yeah, but um, Jordan's okay. Jordan is trying to get out some repressed rage in the ring. Um, I don't know how repressed. No, it's pretty repressed. Uh, no, it's just it's it's not repressed. It's very open and free flowing yeah. rage. I'm very. I don't in- think there's much rage anymore. I don't know. Maybe there is, but I, I don't feel it as much. Huh. I Whatever. definitely have rage um, when some of our co-hosts uh openly text and look at their phone during the podcast. Um, so much so that they couldn't be me. That they don't even notice that I'm saying this. Couldn't even be me. Yeah, it was me. You got me. So Julia Roberts, she's a hardware gal. She's salt to the earth. Ugh, salt to the earth. Am I right, boys? Too right. In this movie, though, she wasn't exactly the most appealing. You know, three divorces, it's a red flag. <laughs> I mean, that is the... No, that's... not divorces. Yeah, importantly, not divorces. Leaving yeah. at the altar does not count as oh, a divorce. He, Unless yeah, they exactly. signed that's a worse. marriage certificate, like, before the wedding. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. You'd think that the, the boyfriends would have learned after the second time. Yeah. I think it's like a, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. Yeah, I also found her... I mean, Larry of... King's been married, like, eight <laughs> times. That is true. Was... <laughs> Well, actually, I heard an Rest interview in about this. Um, uh, Larry King has gotten divorced so much because um, his dick is so big and thick and good that, like, after a certain amount of time, like, you can only the the human body can only <laughs> take getting fucked by Larry King for like four years at a time, and then you just got to hang up the towel. Mm-hmm. You got to get out while the getting good. Can you, you know? sue for the opposite of libel? <laughs> like, it's not true, but it's just gassing up. You know. <laughs> it, it it uh uh i think that's just called campaigning am i right boys Zing, da, 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 da. i'm i'm about to fucking lose it um that's fine let's see if i can go off the rails <laughs> you do look very good in this shirt i look like a Thank trash <laughs> man um you just sound like one i'm sure no i look like one and I sound like one, and I feel like one. Maybe I can sing yeah, like a really um, low song while I'm gravelly. Julia Roberts is super annoying in this movie. Julia Roberts is justifiably annoying in this movie. I would pause it because Richard Gere. This is the bulk of the movie. Two hours, mo- two hour movie. Richard Gere, 
15 minutes in is like, I'm going to stalk this woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up. Like, it's time for a little bit of stalking, I think, personally, for me. I'm going to do it's some stalking. It's not even stalking. It's just, like, invading her. It's just harassing, really. He wasn't trying to be secret about that it. That is true. It was just straight-up harassing. I think stalking doesn't have to be, like, yeah. in the trees. That's, you know? Yeah, that's I think fair. you could just follow him yeah. around. Um, but I think stalking, like I think it's the intention behind it. Yeah. Nobody... I think stalking probably, you know... So he does this, and he meets all these people, and this is this is sort of where I draw my biggest issue with this movie. Nobody in it, nobody in it, maybe even except Julia Roberts at the beginning, reacts in a sane, normal, human being sort of way. Joan Cusack does for a minute. For like a half a minute. Mm-hmm. And then they just dye his hair multiple colors for one scene. For, like, one scene. And then he's, like, so he's basically showed up. They, She feels, like, petrified by this article because, of course, you should. Everybody in that small town of, like, Howe, Iowa, just oh, just the moment they get the USA Today, they just open to the, his column like everybody else in America because <laughs> the peak of celebrity is a fucking USA Today gossip columnist. Yeah, it's 1999. What the fuck? Like, do drugs. the The drugs are <laughs> still good. They don't kill you yet. Uh, that was sick, dude. Um, thank you. I so he immediately shows. So he shows up. He's like, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this, and then like immediately endears himself to everybody well, in the town except her. And she's it's like, it's not oh. even. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. It's I'm gonna wait until you do it again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's this is remember. Is that the whole point? Is um, Luis Alzano calls him and he says she's getting married again. If you can, you know, catch her in the act, right? It'll basically just prove you were right. But it doesn't. And because then he just got the right. He just got the facts wrong. So. Well, no, because he would be there and, you know, he would say, oh, yeah, she literally took off when he said I do or something. She, yeah. That's also not how libel works. Like, the libel wasn't about do women be like this. (laughs) Like, they're not going to, you have found, a jury of your peers has judged you and determined that women do be shopping. Case dismissed. Women do belong in the streets. (laughs) Dismissed. Dismissed. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that's just that's ninety percent of Judge Steve Harvey. Um, I think <laughs> while I'm sick, I might hook up my antenna and uh, and like watch daytime television. You know what I mean? You have an antenna TV. I have an antenna added to the TV because I sometimes uh. need to watch Liverpool games on NBC. You don't have Peacock. Um, the games on NBC aren't on Peacock. What? I know, That's fucking fucked up. Bullshit. Why, why am I paying for this service? What Precisely. I don't pay for this Peacock service. Peacock is I free, just... I thought. No, not for sports. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe it is free. I don't know. Not for sports. Okay, well, I, it would explain why I haven't remembered to cancel my subscription in almost a year. That would make sense, yeah. Um... So he, everybody else is like, this guy's great. I like this guy, including Christopher Maloney, 
who is the new guy, the new the new boy. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, is he the guy from Law and Order? Yes, the cop? he is. Yeah. All right. There's something about Chris Maloney where, like, every time I see him, I remember, like, he posts thirst trap Instagram photos, and he's just like fucking yoked. Yeah, he played yeah. A, a a chef in Wet Hot American Summer, the the series. He's and just like absolutely. And the movie. I'm just gonna say jacked. Let's see what it yeah. says. He's what, just, what says? I'm just is, gonna is see the <laughs> what the photos of. It was the men's health cover. <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, okay. Where he's holding like a dumbbell in front of his ding dong. He's just the biggest guy ever. Jeez. Anyway, I'm gonna stop looking at photos of Christopher Maloney topless. Um, can men be shirtless or? Can, can men be topless or can they only be shirtless? Discuss Council of Elders. What do you mean? That's the same thing. It's not. Bullshit. No, it's not. I get it. I get what he's saying. Topless versus shirtless? It is like as close to like gendered verbs or gendered yeah. adjectives. <laughs> that's true. That America Like if a woman English is topless, gets. to me that's the same shit as, as her taking off her shirt. No, yeah, I you think- wouldn't say that woman is shirtless. That's I think thing. I think a woman being shirtless or taking her shirt off implies that there is an underlayer, like a sports bra or a tank top. Oh, I, pasties, I guess, yeah. Or permanently tattooed uh, pasties on over-removed nipples because of a double I, yeah, mastectomy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but topless is, there are some yonkers. Thank you for listening to 99. I think I don't I think society's sexist <laughs> enough to just say doesn't matter for for men. Is that what you want? Is that what you want from yeah, me? That's all I've ever wanted from you. I'd also say it's like tackle tackle one issue at a time. Yeah. Boys, if we don't solve the patriarchy, fucking who's gonna? You know what I mean? <laughs> like if it's if it's not us, who's it going to be? Oh. I'm I'm I hope we inspire Jake and I hope we inspire Jake to to talk about how women be. He has watched all nine seasons of, <laughs> of Seinfeld, so I'm pretty sure he knows how women be and how men be. <laughs> women, they go shopping. Men don't talk to each other about their feelings. Julia. <laughs> There's no character named Julia. That's an actress. Um, yeah, Julia Roberts. We're about halfway through this podcast, and I'd like to say... That I I don't think we're like we, fifteen minutes. I, Jordan immediately <laughs> minimizes his window to check to see if I'm bullshitting that, to see how long we've <laughs> I gone. Didn't minimize it. I just clicked on the audis- <laughs> ad- uh, audacity app, but yeah, audacity. Audacity. I think that Audis nuts. We're oh my god. Continue. That is so fucking good, dude. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I think that we are being presented with a very important. Um, opportunity to grow the podcast because one thing that we haven't done very much on this podcast is grow it given that two people listened to last week's episode um oh i was one of them i thought it was actually pretty good but maybe that's my i wasn't the other one i wasn't the other one either so there we go growth it could have been my brother i think what we should peddle in is covid misinformation (laughs) (laughs) i have covid yeah therefore everything i say about it is 100 percent factual otherwise you're trying to silence uh voices and you said that your dick was getting smaller because of it right that's what you said before we started recording yeah but it's sort of like one of those things where like it's just 
because I don't have an erection. You know what I mean? So it's like it normally gets mm. smaller and bigger depending on the time of day. You know what I mean? Of course. So, but I think on average, on average, it is, you know, if you if you started the timer when I was fully, fully pumped and you plotted the trend line as I ran out into the snow and projected that forward, I, I would have no dick in in very short order. Um, which is why you can't trust the CDC because that's what they do. You know, that's how they, they track their trends. They, it's just Fauci with a dinger with a fucking half chub going, going snow fucker, you know, the snow piercer. You remember that movie? Snow piercer. Yeah. (coughs) Well, I think that's enough COVID misinformation to get our episode taken down. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> don't trust the cdc i'm fucking yacked on ivermectin i'm fucking i'm fucking juicing um so richard gear oh this man he falls in love what what are you so fucking puzzled yeah, about? Oh, no, 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 are you not paying attention at... is that what this is no yeah i wasn't paying attention <laughs> i am not gonna lie i did zone out because her character's name is Maggie Carpenter. Okay. And then you got Richard Richard Gere. So earlier today, I was thinking about that for a second. I was like, if you if you turn these into Pokemon, they're both water types because she would be a Magikarp. And then Richard Gyarados. That's my two cents about this movie. Holy That's all I shit, have to say. dude. Carry on. Holy shit. The next Robert Ebert. Roger. Robert Ebert. <laughs> Robert Ebert <laughs> That's all he's has found a successor. Not Roger Ebert. Nobody has stepped to that throne, but Robert Ebert, Roger Ebert's unrelated friend. He's got somebody to fill his shoes, and it's fucking Pokemon Dan over there in Hoboken. I'm not in Hoboken. Jersey City. There we go. What's your address? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um so they fight um basically the whole town is kind of mean to her about running away um and richard gear is like i see you and she also like adapt takes on the characteristics of her of her lovers you know what i mean so like she dates a fish guy and he was like yeah i love fish i go to fish concerts not to be confused with uh, gyarados no, it was the dead, come to think of it. So also not to be confused with Gyarados. Um, I guess you could confuse the dead with Magikarp because... It oh my a lot god, of- this is this is, <laughs> this is killing me. Can I finish my fucking <laughs> You're not going to die of COVID. Right? It's going to be because of fucking boredom. <laughs> <laughs> well, chime in, buddy. I thought you were getting better at talking more. Yeah, so, okay, fine. Uh, where were we in the actual <laughs> oh movie? Oh my god. The, the eggs you're talking about fish she uh, she um, could she talks about how she doesn't she can't have her own personality she's not her own person yeah every everyone she dates because he's like trying to find out about her so he asks every ex what their favorite egg or how she likes her eggs and each one's always like oh she likes her eggs scrambled with ham just like me you know oh she likes them uh, over easy with uh, toast just like me you know she's she's 
She's fucking, you know, she's a, a she's a pick me girl. <laughs> she's really, a, she's a cipher. She's just a. a she actually is a pick a me girl, though. Let's be real. She is one. Of, she's she a is a bit girl. of a pick me girl. She's all about the baseball, the game. She's about the hardware the, store. The can, yeah. Your cast iron bolts aren't uh, iron enough, Jerry. That's why <laughs> it's not starting enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are these are these are uncast. You got to cast them yeah. first. Uh, and you don't have the cantrip to do it, so bam, D&D reference, doubling down. How did they end up falling in love? That's a great question. It's a question <laughs> I wish the, the screenwriters would answer as well. <laughs> Why did it, – it took them two days? Like, Yeah, it took them like a week. Yeah. Like she leaves, she leaves Chris Maloney at the altar with one is a mistake. And two, like directly after, he's like – he's like uh, – <laughs> he's like um hey you've got a wedding dress and a church booked now you just need a husband why not me and she's like yeah okay that sounds fine i don't think about humanity and a person i'm not a real person so i'm okay with this yeah i mean the moment she falls in love with him is when they're talking about like what he would say to a woman and he goes on that stupid yeah. you know Oh my god, I would look into her eyes like it was only me and her and the world was stopped. And then that's when she falls in love with him. And then I don't know, he's a weasel. He weasels his way he's into a weasel. it the entire time. He's also time. like he made out with his ex-wife like at the beginning of the movie. So he's clearly not over her. Mm-hmm. He's got some unresolved shit. And they get married and she fucking runs away again and it's like, "Oh, that's yeah. so fucking Cool, dude. Which, which I was like, here we go. Okay, I'll get behind that. Because I either wanted this movie to end where she marries Christopher Maloney because she loves him. Right. But then when I noticed he was getting absolutely no screen time, yeah, I figured that that was out of the question. <laughs> so then when she left, I was like, okay, well at least this guy gets his just desserts too. Because he's really annoying. Because there's also that part where he's like. Oh, I'm writing a new column. It's called uh, Taking a Limo to Work. Because remember, he's late to work and there's that rich woman. And then he has an apartment that overlooks Central Park. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You asked me how much that apartment would cost. If it overlooks Central Park and he has outdoor space and like that beautiful master bedroom. Well, I think the studio. I think that's the only. (laughs) I mean, it's still probably like a fucking. No, it's definitely still a $20 million studio. Yeah. (laughs) And there's probably amenities in the building. You know, they got a gym. They got a sauna. A doorman. That's a huge room. He had, I think it was elevator to the apartment, no? Yeah, he had a kitchen and a living room. No way it's a studio. Idiot. Um, I think that's the the height of when the elevator is your front door, you know? Yeah. That's so dope. That's true. That is true. Um, Except if there's a fire. Except that I was literally just thinking. I was like, well, how the fuck do they get around that? <laughs> you have to grapple down the elevator shaft like uh, oh, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. So, Yo, we got seven more weeks seven for that. Calm down. Seven more for that one. So. Seven more weeks. Um, Jesus. That's the end of the movie. Can we move to... Uh, know, it was just so fucking... I feel like we're missing a bunch of stupid shit. I, I just hated matter. the characters. Yeah, I hated the, characters the ending. Like I... Little human beings. 
all of the decisions were crazy. Oh, the drunk dad. The drunk dad was depressed. Didn't oh, that it. part when when um when what's his when uh Richard Gear is like, oh yeah, like they're at the luau and he you know goes, oh let's all make let's all make jokes at Julia Roberts because I'm standing up for her now because <laughs> I want to bone her so bad I that I oh. Yeah, um, which was a weird yeah, line. This I movie was cringy. There. It was very cringy. He said that um, it was super cringy. That? That's a good way to put it. Also, what's it, the th- the th- uh, the thing I was thinking of was it was Richard Gere is hot in this movie, and then I was thinking about Kevin Costner, who's hot in the movies that he's in. Right. Is it just the '90s that that was a you know like? So here's the thing with those guys is they were like one age then and then they got older so now they're not as hot as they were when they were in their <laughs> no but no but i'm saying like, in in the oh, 90s in fiction? they're perceived as hot i think they're they're both here's my thing i think they're both very attractive but go ahead Ryan. no they're attractive they're attractive and then i'd be like oh that guy's like a, a silver-haired fox dilf but in yeah, these they're in their respective universes it's like fucking henry cavill walks in Oh yeah. Like after just working out. They're all derivatives of Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, that's true. Um but even he's still objectively like he's very hot. Um but yeah. they got the Yeah, movies, that's what I'm saying. Know? Kevin Costner and this guy? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, they look vaguely similar, but like not quite there, you know. I like think maybe it below. reflects that the culture was more obsessed with uh with status and masculinity than it was uh with, you know, physique. And youth, mm-hmm. you know. So, damn. Thank you. What a commentary by Sparky yeah. Shelton. I'm gonna go vomit. Not actually. I think I was also <laughs> not. Are um, you actually? No. Your computer's no. off, so camera's off. Wait, did he say yes? No. Um, no. Uh, this. Uh, can we do? Can we do Miller highlights? Sure. What's your highlight? Um, my Miller highlight was. Uh, my Miller highlight was that like um, Richard Gere to Joan Cusack when he saw Joan Cusack's husband flirting with Julia Roberts was like, "You gonna uh, fucking take that shit?" And Joan Cusack, oh shit, and yeah. then Joan Cusack was like, "It's just how it is," and cried and ran away. Um, and then that storyline was dropped for the rest <laughs> of the movie. They didn't give it even fucking lip service. She was just like, "I guess that's my lot in life." No, well, they talk about it the next day, and they're in... Joan Cusack was the only... Because then she's like, you're quirky, like, I'm weird. Yeah. She's good in it. She was fine. So, she's good in everything. She's awesome. She's, yeah. We're we're in love with her. She's the comedy version of, um... Alice and Janney. Oh, that's so true. Not Alice and Janney. I would say Alice and Janney is the comedy version of Alice and Janney. She's got chops, kid. She's yes, chops. I was talking about Alice and Janney. She's Alice and Janney is also funny, but like Joan Cusack is exclusively Joan Cusack is very comedies. Funny. Um, Ryan, do you have a Miller Alice and Janney has a range? I I don't know. It was every um, every like cringe moment was kind of funny in its own respect. Dude, it made the movie unwatchable. I like. Yeah. I couldn't watch the screen when she what, did anything cringy because I get I had the secondhand mm-hmm. cringe, you know. Yeah. Um. I do think it. So highlight. I, no, go ahead. Sorry, what? 
No, you go ahead. I, I do think it's interesting that, like, there was another movie in 1999 called The Bachelor, and it also opened with, like, horses as a metaphor for not wanting to get married. Oh, fuck. I totally forgot right? about that movie. Same sort of deal. Thinking love is just uh, some shit. I like when he ran after the FedEx truck and then, uh, what was the his his friend's name? I don't remember. You guys have been saying his name, the Spanish, oh, Spanish Richard guy. Oh, Elis- Richard or um, something Elizondo. Yeah, he was like, "Well, at least we'll know she'll get there in ten days." That was uh, probably. Oh yeah, that was funny. Um, well, I think that's gonna do it for this. Um, which brings us to Milk and Merlot, the part of the podcast where we talk about whether the movie aged like a fine wine or got stinky sour like milk. I think it's fucking milk, baby. Gross. Stinky, stinky. Oh, you can put me down for a milk, too? Yeah. Yeah, I would never watch this again. <laughs> well, that's just what we think. Let's get to the legs. Let's get right to the has legs. Anyone seen, has anyone seen um, fucking Pretty Woman? I have not seen Pretty Woman. I no. feel like this was like a backdoor pretty woman sequel was that what do you think that's what i think that's absolutely what happened i think people were like richard gear on screen with julia roberts again Sign yeah me up. and then they got this shit show this movie made 274 million dollars oh, i i think it's because it was richard gear and, <laughs> and it's julia the same roberts director so you know if it ain't broke don't fix it oh yeah, they um, never they the never leg. appeared on screen together after this. Did yeah. they really not? <laughs> I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. That'd be pretty. be a pretty good trivia. Um, well, do you want the legs? I do, yeah, I can give you the legs. Um, four point three four. I think that might be less than yes or last week. Well, it's still up there. You know, we were in the two points for a long time. So, oh no, it is less than last wow. week. So pressing. Um, well, that's going to do it for The Runaway Bride. Don't watch this movie. Um, watch next week's movie, which is the 1999 classic action adventure fantasy. Oh, Jesus. The Mummy. At an archaeological dig in the ancient city of Hamanoptra, Hamanoptra, an American serving in the French Foreign Legion accidentally awakens a mummy who begins to wreak havoc as he searches for the reincarnation of his long-lost love. What the fuck? Uh, Brendan Fraser in the mix. Welcome back, bud. Um, we missed you. Uh, we. Um, what was he in first? He was in <coughs> uh, Back in Time or whatever the fuck. Um, oh, right. The one with uh, Christopher Walken. With Christopher Walken, yeah. Um, Blast from the Past. There it is. Um, thank you for listening. I think that's it. Do either of you have anything else to say? Um, no, I never thought we'd make know. it this Be far. Be careful of improv shows; you might get COVID. You—it's not that you might get COVID. You will absolutely get improv COVID if you go to an improv show ever again. So, yeah. Whoops. That's according to the CDC. That's according. That's which means you can't <laughs> believe it. So I guess go to the improv shows. Yeah. But we're spouting <laughs> misinformation, so maybe don't. I don't know. Anyway, fucking Michael Jackson flu. Fuck Michael Jordan flu game. I did it, baby. Um, thank you so much for listening. I've been your MJ host, Sparky Shelton. <coughs> I've been your, uh, hmm. 
say you used just one say at the beginning. Yeah, but I want to now. I want to think of one that's more appropriate now that I know what he was oh. going off of. Just say Steve Kerr or whatever, or Dennis Rodman. It doesn't matter. We gotta end the fucking podcast. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, um, I'm your Matt Stafford host <laughs> because he's kind of out of shape. So the fact he won a Super Bowl is pretty amazing. It's pretty dope. I'm joining. Oh. <laughs> and as always, I'm Ryan. And now, classical gas. Yeah.